This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 164. This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Tanya B is here. Vi is at Mardi Gras. But sin has been addiction, so I still have that. We're going to talk to Coach Art in just a few minutes. Got some questions. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fighting and battling on Twitter. I'm going to get to you in just a minute, Tanya B, because I know you want to jump in on this as well. And uh, we got so much stuff to talk about, man. I'm just going to get right into it. Coach Art's on hold. Uh, 2023 is just shaping up to be a wild, wild west kind of year. Syracuse Mike is going to give us some details on some of the stuff that's happening. And we'll talk about it in news, that, and a whole lot more. Tanya B's got the tea. Plus, this week, I'm bringing back uh, Geonology. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, um, I got enough. I've had enough every week, but it's just overflowing. So got to bring back uh, a G and not a G. So we're going to do that definitely um, this week. So again, this is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, the piping out tea from the one and only Tanya B is in the building. Tanya B, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, Tanya B, um, you know, we took off last week. Uh, sorry about Philly, but, you know, it is what mm. it is. You know, it wasn't there. T- it just wasn't their time. It no. just was not their time. Jalen Hurts looks great. And, and um, you know, and, and, and quite frankly, he was or the quarterbacks, uh, the more skilled. He just made some errors that were uh, critical errors. So uh, I've got, you know, we're going we're gonna to go to Coach Art in just a minute. But again, I just wanted to say, you know, to. You know, Philly, of course, in Philly style, turned over some cars. And Man, that was be- Wait, that was before the game. That was before the game started. But look, can I just say something about that whole, that, all of that foolishness? It was caught on a ring. It was caught on a ring cam. Yeah. The people that did the most damage didn't live there. And there was a, a older man that lived on the street here, a Temple alum. And the neighbors who were Temple students got together and they raised... They were going to get his car fixed. They raised over $12,000. He's actually getting another, a newer car. Okay, well, cool, cool. Plus, you know, you know, Philly, I got to get, you know, these are the people who boo Santa Claus. <laughs> Michael Irvin got hit. Michael Irvin got hit back in the day when he played for the Cowboys. It, it was knocked out, paralyzed on the field. They booed him, booed Santa Claus. You know, shit, what can you expect? But but this this Super Bowl, they just outdid themselves. They booed Dak Prescott. And he was getting a humanitarian award. <laughs> you know what? That that was pretty. I guess that was that was pretty greasy. That when he, was when he greasy. walked out, he was getting the Walter Payton award, and they booed his ass. I'm like, damn, what is that? Was up, horrible. Philly? I knew it was the Philly people. Sorry, but you gotta love it, Philly, man. You no, know, and then they want to fight if you know if the script is flipped, then they want to fight, right? That's what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. But you know, I just wish we had that kind of passion. Mm. That's why I bought Coach Art in the building. Coach Art is here. Coach Art, what's up, man? Hey man, I'm feeling real good. Uh, excited to be with with you Look and you, uh, your lovely host again. It's uh, beautiful. Yeah, well, good, good. Hey, I got to say this, Art, because I'm going to have to preface this conversation. Now, we, Art and I grew up together, really, pretty much, practically in East Point. We grew up, because when I was in high school, we, we went to the same high school. We, we actually, on the streets... We would go out. We were playing ball in the streets at a lot of the same places. Were we? Were we not? Art. That's it. Greg Bush. <laughs> the famous Greg Bush had a house. He had a, he had one of the best courts in the area, so oh, we would okay. use his house. Uh, and and you know, I played organized ball uh, probably from eight years old, ten and under, all the way through high school into college. So ball has been my life. So. This question, Art, I bought you on, Art, because I'm in, I'm in Twitter battles daily with people about the Atlanta Hawks. And I know uh, our reach goes out beyond uh, Atlanta, uh, a lot of folks in different cities. But I hope that I can get some feedback from people in other cities because they're wondering what's going on with the Atlanta Hawks, too. And, and why do you think, Art, you and I had the conversation, Art, but I want you to really give us some concise answers, not your typical coach, Art. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. dissertation. Uh, but I, I need you to give, why do the Hawks still kind of wallow in mediocrity, man, after the Eastern Con- Conference Finals a few years ago, man? What, what's your, why do you think the Hawks are going into the All-Star break? Because tonight, as we tape, the All-Star mm-hmm. game takes place. And we don't have one, we only had a rookie uh, actually chosen. Why do you think we are in this position, Art? We are in uh, a very precarious position 
because our leadership, the, uh, the ball club leadership fails to address the specific needs uh, of the team. Hmm. Okay. So, so no, no, wait, what, what does a team need? What is yeah, yeah, what does well, the team need? Okay, the team has needed a defensive presence uh, in the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say a, uh, a athletic, young, tough guy who wants to play defense. Okay. Because we're not respected defensively. Okay. Um, we also uh, needed a backup point guard uh, to give Trey uh, a, a breather. So you got DeJounte, DJ Murray. Well, yep, yep, yep. We got him. Okay. We got him. But what happens is, is you have, uh, you know, I believe that our opinion on John Collins is different. My thing is he's still a great player. He's just not motivated to play great. Okay, all right. At that point, here's where I want to ask you. Here's where I want to go. What is the coach's purpose? Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the coach's purpose is to motivate and to uh, and to instruct, but I'm not, I'm not giving Nate uh, Coach uh, McMillan a pass. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give him a pass. It's just that when the star of the team has a soured opinion about what's going on, I mean, you you know, we, we discussed it back when the team was strong. Two years ago, we discussed, you know, that's that guy, Trey Young, Mm -hmm. would come out on the road at home and give us uh, between 12 and 18 point cushion every night. He would come out and, and, and he has that ability to, you know, so he's not actually dialed in to do that. He's not dialed in to do that. Okay. And okay. well, I'm going to say this for the sake of the podcast. Um, and, and for the sake of, you know, for, 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 for the sake of time, I'm going to say this. Um, I believe that the Hawks problem started in the Eastern Conference Finals when the referee stepped on Trey Young's foot. At that point, it has never corrected itself. When the Hawks came back, now we're talking about the beginning of not this season, but the beginning of last season because it's been two years since the Eastern Conference Finals. So what I'm saying is, at the beginning of last season, not the 2022 season, but the 2021 season, there was mediocrity okay. right at the beginning. Well, a lot. Now, no- let me say this. A lot of people feel that the problem is uh, they made a mistake with the deal that bought DJ Murray here, and they got rid of all the folks like Herder, Gallinari, you know, and, and, and quite frankly, Herter is not that much of a difference maker. Let's let's not even bring him into the freaking conversation. He's still, you know, as a matter of fact, if you watch the All-Star game, he, he, he was in the three-point competition and he was last. So my point is, it's like two years ago, this started. So if you've got a coach coming off the Eastern Conference Finals, the very first season he's in, he fails – and now we're looking at half of another season. It's the okay. same thing. It's time for the it's, coach to go. Okay. And quite frankly, I'm going to say this, Art. It may be time for the general manager to go. Landry well, Fields, well, might, give, it might be time to blow up the front office. If I'm the Resler family. Give me, a, give me an opportunity. Okay. The problem persists prior to that. Yeah. When the Hawks had a had a, a semblance of a good team, they showed to be scrappy. But, okay, that's when they needed the reinforcements. Yeah. Now, in, in my opinion, that's when ownership and the GM um, spent heavy money, a third of the team's money, on Gallinari, twenty one million, Bogdanovich, eighteen point five, and Horder, yeah. nine million, and none of those guys. Are a difference maker in the play. None of those guys can actually really log minutes in the playoffs. And it amazes me, Art, because you hear people talking about, well, we miss Red Velvet and, and, and you know, and Bogey's our guy. And my point is, Herder was never much of a difference maker. Even if you look at the Eastern Conference Finals when he was in the game, he was missing shots. And Bogey, it takes him, he comes in off the bench, he's got to shoot and miss, he's got to go 0 for 6. 
before he actually starts to hit anything. And that's not that's not contributing, especially when you've got good teams or average teams that are doing 15 point runs on you. So I, I agree with you, Art, but I want to say this. I think a lot of what you're talking about is tactical. The strategy needs to be from ownership is leadership. I mean, you can change the parts as much as you want, but I think honestly, if you change the parts and you keep this rotten head, then you're just going to keep getting the same results. Well, well, well let, let's look at this. You can change. Look, you well, can bring okay. you can bring well, in the best center in the league, but I think they will well, fail. Well, we're not going to ever get the best center in the league. Well, but I'm telling you. But what I'm saying every to you I is talk, the coach. Every time I talk to you, yeah. all we need is a young 6'10", 6'11", guy who's dedicated to play defense and is willing to man up with some of the beasts in the East. All right, name. Give me, give me, give me, well, that's fine, but give me a name. Okay. Um, Mo Bamba was a throwaway piece to the Lakers. Okay. And he's playing awesome besides uh, Anthony Anthony Davis. But I'm going to say this to you, Art. I'm going to say this because we got to move on to the next question. I think if you still continue to bring, if you were to do just that, bring Mobamba here, I think the rotations are so bad with this coach that you're not going to get the results. You're still going to wind up in the same position. But I got to move on. I got to move on to the next question, all right? Okay. All right. All these quarterbacks up for grabs in the offseason. You got Lamar Jackson, who's not happy, even though he might get – and for for those of you who are not into sports, there's a thing being thrown around called franchise tag. They haven't given him a deal, but he's under contract, so all the team has to do is is, uh, tag him, and he gets whatever salary is under the tag, which is much more than what he's currently getting. Uh, Derek Carr was let go by Oakland, so he is in a position to go out and get some money. Aaron Rodgers is just plain fucking weird. I'm just tired for the weirdness. He's done. For the weirdness. (laughs) 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 You know, here's a guy who has to go on a four-day, what do you call it, uh, darkness retreat, which he'll come out of the retreat and have a decision on what he wants to do. Let me tell you, dude, your your whole season was a darkness retreat, okay? The whole, the whole last season was darkness. So you don't need a darkness retreat to tell me either you retire or you keep it moving. If I'm, if I'm, But my point is all these quarterbacks, then you've got two big ones coming out of the draft. Uh, C.J. Stroud and okay. Bryce Young. So, so with that said, we're, we're not with, getting we're not getting those guys. We're okay. not getting C.J. or Bryce. Okay. Let me tell you what. I was shocked to see the level of push that the Falcons generated to go for Deshaun Watson. Okay. So that that leads me to believe that should Lamar Jackson be available. Um that they would make a run at him. Yeah. Now, you know, Lamar Jackson instantly turns the franchise completely around. We do a 360. Mm-hmm. Our home tickets aren't getting given to the enemy. We reclaim <laughs> the dome. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be fun time again. Well, let me ask but, you this, Art. Right, let me ask you this, yes. though. With the amount of money you give Lamar, can you fix the other problems? Can you fix the defense? Can you fix the O-line? Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, the ironic thing about the O-line, the, 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 the problem with the O-line is the left tackle. So, one, you know, once you fix the left tackle and you get somebody who's, who, who actually can, will, will, can go down and fight with, for you in the playoffs and handle some of those guys who will be coming at the quarterback, then you can start rolling out some of these guards, um, you know, with some money. Uh, a lot of these things, a lot of these, uh, you know, okay. players would be available. Okay. Uh, now, myself, out of the draft, a very feasible player to get – who could literally come in and day one take this starting job was the young man from LSU. Okay, who's that? Oh, gracious. Oh, okay. What position? What position? What quarterback. Position? Oh, quarterback. quarterback. Okay. Well, let me quarterback. ask you this. Let me ask he you this. And we're going to Arizona State. Yeah. Let me ask you this, and I got to move on to the next question. Do you not have any faith in Ritter? Um, you know what? I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in Ritter. Because that's a heck of a task to learn. Um, 
you know, the, the, the team didn't just fail because of Mariota. So you have play calling. You have a lot of other dynamics that that set it out, you know, set us to the dogs. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm going to stay positive on Ritter and hope that he fulfills his, his obligation to the franchise and the people who have faith in him. Uh, but like I say, I still have a bad taste in my mouth in regards to the college game he had with uh, with Alabama, oh, okay. Cincinnati yeah. and Alabama. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I just want to see the hearts because that's every game in the pros is like that with the heart and the gut, you know. Okay, and rally the team around. So, like I say, I'm not. I, I would be um, because in all actuality, what it, what Ritter looks like. If he was to continue at the incremental pace that he's going, he looks like a solid backup. Okay. But I'm telling you, that kid that took LSU from from supposed to be nothing to the SEC championship game and would have challenged Georgia had he been healthy. Yeah, yeah, but but LSU LSU imploded at the end of the season. But I get well, you. Well, he got he was hurt, yeah. you know, yeah. in in getting in 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 being one of the only you know cogs on that team. But that's what type of quarterback feasibly you could get now. Hey, uh, okay. could they use their money and and draft picks to 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 get close to uh, CJ or Bryce? Uh, those guys are those guys are phenomenal quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, I would well, take Bryce. Well, yeah, let me tell you one thing that came up. One thing that came up, and folks are talking about the fact that uh, Chicago has the number one pick. The Bears have the number one pick. I don't know if they'll do it. They've been denying they do it, but some people are saying that they'd be willing um, to uh, give up that pick. And and or either they would give up the pick. Or they go ahead and, and pick a quarterback and, and trade uh which well, yeah, Justin trade Justin mis- Justin Fields. Yeah, that sound that sounds mis you know, the whole thing with the Chicago thing, um, I take it with a grain of salt because first of all, when you draft a young quarterback, uh you should do like the Eagles did and 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 place some pieces, workable pieces around him. Mm-hmm. Instead, for the last two years, since they've drafted Justin Fields, all they did is discard uh their more costly players. Yeah. And you know, I mean, so I mean, if you're in a rebuild, um get, you can get Bryce Young. Yeah, but on but he, the NFL level, if you don't have yeah. anything around Bryce Young, yeah. nothing's going to come of it. Yeah, same same as what Justin went through. Hey, one last question. Last question. Can we put uh, to rest a lot of the questioning, man, of Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts after the Super Bowl, considering the phenomenal play, man? Well, um, I mean, they earned that right before even before the game. But I'm here. I mean, I'm here to tell you. You know, folks were questioning Patrick Holmes, talking about Joe Burrow. Is better is great, you know. It, it was it was constantly, even though this this guy has, I mean, quite frankly, he's on pace to to beat Tom Brady's record in terms of number of Super Bowls, championships won. Uh, but my point is, it's like they 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 question Patrick home Pat, Patrick Mahomes, and and they were putting Joe Burrow in as as the heir apparent. So my question, simply, and give me a minute because we got to go. Um, does the Super Bowl performance put that to rest no okay old media has its narratives it has its affiliates and they stick to the script and if they want joe burrow then they want joe burrow all patrick mahomes needs to do is to continue to play lights out like he has Mm -hmm. what about jalen what about jalen hurts jalen hurts jalen hurts got the worst end of the stick (laughs) <laughs> because leading up to the game, you had several several of old media saying that, you know, he was just a caretaker. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this man had a fantastic, phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. when I say him, I mean, you know, the offensive coordinator, you yeah. know, the, the, the Eagles all together, you know, they were they were really something, you know, that they deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. And give I or agree. take a player or two or a call or two, they deserve to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, old media is not going to elevate them uh, any more than their next win. I got you. I got you. Y'all give it up for Coach Art, man. <laughs> Coach Art. <laughs> you know, I just had to, man. After the Super Bowl, 
and everything we're going through, man, with the Hawks this season. I, I had to bring you in, brother. But we'll see, man. I think you got some good points. But but I I, I do have to ask you one more time before you leave. Should Nate go? Just yes or no. Yes or no. Don't 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 give me the X's and O's. Yes or no. Uh, yes, but not for the reasons. <laughs> not for it. the reasons. Not for the reasons that. You know. <laughs> I love you, brother. Good. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Good, Coach Art. Coach Art, man. Woo. All right. Appreciate you, bro. Take care. Thank Take you, care. Man. All right. Bye. See what I'm talking about, Coach Art. You know, <laughs> Tanya B. <laughs> he gonna try to slip in some X's and O's on me. I'm like, no, brother. Come on. Come on. Wow. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do uh, Syracuse Mike. We'll come back on the other end, and then we'll get into some tea. Here we go. News team, uh, assemble! It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. It was a Super Bowl that kept fans engaged for most of the game. Kansas City got their second Super Bowl win in four years. The final, thirty-eight, thirty-five. They scored on every possession against Philadelphia in the second half. The MVP, KC quarterback Patrick Mahomes. President Joe Biden did not sit down with Fox for the annual Super Bowl interview. The interview was supposed to happen with Fox Soul, a Fox streaming sister network. There appeared to be some confusion in the days leading up to the interview. The White House is blaming Fox for canceling it. And everybody wanted to know what surprise Rihanna had for the crowd during her halftime performance. How about a baby bump? You can't top that. There's been a lot of speculation, and now it appears that South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is taking steps to seek the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. The Wall Street Journal is reporting the news, according to anonymous sources familiar with his plans. Scott is 57 and the only black Republican in the U.S. Senate. In recent years, Scott has been one of the key people working with Democrats to try to come up with an agreement on police reform. Another place that is supposed to be about community and togetherness shattered by bullets and bloodshed. That's Michigan's Governor Gretchen Whitmer calling gun violence a uniquely American problem. Those comments after a gunman murdered three students in a mass shooting at Michigan State University Monday. Five students were also wounded. The 43-year-old gunman took his own life and had no ties to the school. The suspect was located by units that were assisting in looking for that suspect after the shootings. Chris Rosman, the interim deputy police chief at Michigan State. The gunman was not a student or employee at the school, and authorities don't have a motive. In political news via video, former U.N. Ambassador and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley announced that she is seeking the Republican nomination for president. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility. Haley is the first candidate to officially challenge Donald Trump. And California Senator Dianne Feinstein says she will not seek another term in 2024. She was first elected in 1992 and is the oldest member of Congress at age 89. White supremacist Peyton Gendron was sentenced to life without parole in Buffalo, New York for the mass shooting at the top supermarket this past May. He pleaded guilty and also admitted in court that he targeted the victims because they were black and even tried to apologize. That didn't go over very well. Ten black people were killed. Simone Crawley lost her grandmother in the shooting. We all know the pure hatred and motivations behind your heinous crime, and we are here to tell you that you failed. Judge Susan Egan told the shooter there could be no mercy or second chances for his ignorant, evil ideology. You will never see the light of day as a free man ever again. It was an emotional hearing that was briefly disrupted when someone rushed at the shooter, who still faces separate federal hate crime charges. And Hollywood legend Raquel Welch has died following a brief illness. She was 82 and was considered a sex symbol, and Playboy called her the most desired woman of the 1970s. Some parts of the Fulton County Special Grand Jury's report into possible criminal interference into Georgia's 2020 election have been released. The grand jury found by a unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place in the Georgia 2020 election. They also looked into former President Trump's well-known call to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger and into the meeting of false electors inside the state capitol. Before Thursday's limited release, it was revealed that the grand jury believes one or more witnesses perjured themselves. The document does not list who those witnesses are, but the grand jury did recommend that those witnesses be indicted if justified. 
After increasing pressure to say something, President Biden briefed the country Thursday about those objects recently shot down from the sky. He said that the objects shot down in the past week were most likely balloons tied to private companies recreation or research institutions. That means not China. However, the president also had this to say about that country. I expect to be speaking with President Xi, and I hope we have, we're going to get to the bottom of this. The White House will have to brace for likely criticism that its orders to take down the recent objects were an overreaction, thanks to political pressure over the discovery of the suspected Chinese spy balloon that traveled across the country. Five former Memphis police officers pleaded not guilty to second-degree murder and other charges following the January 7th violent arrest and death of Tyree Nichols. The former cops made their first court appearances with their lawyers before a judge Friday in Shelby County Criminal Court. All of them were fired after an internal police investigation. Nichols died in a hospital three days after his arrest. A Shreveport, Louisiana police officer was arrested and charged with negligent homicide after the death of an unarmed black man who was shot. Police were called to the scene of a domestic disturbance. Officer Alexander Tyler was taken into custody Thursday morning after authorities reviewed evidence and body camera footage of the February 3rd incident. The video has now been released. Louisiana State Police say Alonzo Bagley jumped from a rear balcony and fled on foot when they got to the scene. There was a short pursuit, and Tyler fired one shot, hitting Bagley in the chest. He died at a local hospital. You know, I don't know if you've seen the video, Tanya B., but... Um, I, I, I can. It's too, trauma, too traumatizing. I haven't even seen Tyree Nichols. I have to yeah. change the channel, cover my face. I, you know, it's, it's, it's... Who wants to look at something like that over and over and over again? I blame the press for that. Well, I don't, I don't do it do. over and over, but, you know, I do the heavy lifting so you don't have to, you know, for so I do that for the audience. <laughs> I'm here for y'all. You okay, know, so. audience. <laughs> I'm here for the followers. But let me say okay. this. I watched, I, I didn't watch the, well, I watched most of it. At the end of it, after the cop shot the guy, he was so distraught. I mean, I'm talking about the cop. He knew he was wrong. And he was like, stay with me, man. Stay with, you know, he's like almost in tears hoping that this guy wasn't going to die. Now, was he distraught or did he be like, oh, snap? Well, you could you could hear just a little bit of both in his voice. That damn, I just killed no, somebody. No. One, but two, I'm gonna get it. he knew he was wrong because here's the deal: when right. they froze the video, the guy had his hands up. He was surrendering. Mm. He had nothing. He had his hands up, and then he shot him. So that's an, that's another scenario. Also, let me tell y'all, man, this situation. And I said this to Rob when Rob was on the Rob Redding on the show that this situation in Memphis, y'all better invest in some plywood and nails because if they don't do what's right when it comes down to this trial of these police officers, I don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be almost like Rodney King, George Floyd all over again. That's what's going to happen because since um, Tyree was murdered, then, you know, here come two more cops that were there, shouldn't have been there. They are suspended. You know, they're going to get fired. And then there was another murder in Memphis last night. So it's it's almost Memphis. Tennessee is almost like Georgia. Well, just a few hours away. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's just off the chain. And I don't know who the governor is, uh, the mayor of Memphis. I Look, I hope you can sleep at night, but I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. this yeah. is a powder cake. It's a powder cake. Well, I'm here to tell you that uh, I can see that CJ, the police chief. Will, they didn't fire her yet? To, no, but, but she's going to have to step down because these guys, the, the problem I see with these cats, these, these, these former officers, is that there was a supervisory, there was a, a problem with supervision. And it was a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see basically in the video, there was a problem in training. So that goes back. And, and I know they're going to bring this out when the uh, when the court case happens that, you know, that, you know, basically they were acting as they were trained to do. And, and, and I'm telling you, I don't see how she can survive this. I don't I don't see how she can stay on as police chief with all this. Me so we'll, we'll see how that goes. The other thing, just a couple of quick things, man, this thing in, in Palestine. Ohio, um, and just kind of waiting because I don't want to be part of the misinformation that's out there. But this, the train derailment with all these chemicals and 
and animals. All the animals are dying. People aren't seeing birds. The fish. The fish. The fish are dying. Yeah. The fish are dead. So what do you think is going to happen to the people? They already said yeah. that that toxic chemical will give you like serious respiratory issues. Yeah, FEMA didn't want to go in. Now I think FEMA is going in. They had they had yeah. no choice. They had to go in. They mm-hmm. had to go in. Yeah, so I'm going like to wait and see. Had to, wait. They had to go into New Orleans. They didn't, they didn't want to, but yeah. they had to go into New Orleans when Katrina came. Come yeah. on. That situation, uh, it reminds me uh, it's almost like a cover up because the rail, you know, the railway system, uh, there's a ton of money that they that they actually uh, invested or, or, or actually give to these political campaigns. So I don't think you're going to hear a lot of politicians stepping up and saying what needs to be said because they're in the back pocket. So we'll see what comes out, who stands up. Uh, for these folks, because, you know, this could really be a situation, you know, where in, in, in 10, 15 years, again, we're hearing these class action lawsuits. Yeah. Um, you know, I can already I, I, I bet the, the, the attorneys, the the. I'm, I don't want to say there are, look, the ambulance Ben Crump's already, <laughs> already there. But, but you know, but you, you know, know what it sounds like? It What's sounds that? like it's going to be like an Aaron Brockovich situation. Yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. With the, the cancer cluster, yeah. it's going to be like that. Yeah. And I mean, I've watched some of the stories, and the one thing they were saying is now, but again, like you said, for these real companies and these lobbyists and the politicians, it's all about money. They, um, you know, and and they have jeopardized the safety of anybody who you know whose rail space they use. Yeah. Because um, one thing that was said was they used to have uh, two to three minutes to inspect. Now they have 30 seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That, that That's already putting the public at risk. Yeah, exactly. Just, just a, a couple of quick things. Uh, we mentioned Raquel Welch and a lot. Of, I don't know why it's not coming up in conversation, maybe because everybody hates him now. But the um, the kiss or the embrace between Jim Brown and Raquel Welch was really groundbreaking. But I don't oh, back I, then? Yeah, yeah, back in the day, you know, I, I, and I, I guess because everybody hates uh, Jim Brown, like everybody hates Chris. <laughs> it's like, you know okay. what I'm saying? Well, Chris, Chris wasn't up Jim there Brown. cooning with, wait, hey, Chris wasn't up there cooning with Donald Trump. Go That's ahead. what I'm okay. saying. But but it's interesting that, you know, because she was a part of a really, um, you know, break barrier breaking. So, yeah. you know, the interesting thing. The other thing is Stella Stevens passed away, yeah. um, which, you know, I don't know if you're going to get into that in the tea, but she was the original. If you if you know, you look at Eddie Murphy and Nutty Professor, you know, she was the yeah. original Purdy. Um, yeah. She was called Stella Purdy in, in this uh, the one with uh, with Jerry Lewis. So. Uh, and you, you mentioned it in our text. I mean, she was a cutie back in the day. Uh, oh, no, she was a hottie. You, you yeah. had Raquel Welsh, you had Stella Stevens. And, and for me, then the other one was, I remember, if now I'm telling my age, I don't care. Yeah. But there was also another woman that was like that, one of those Vegas bombshell actress, singer girls, Joey Heatherton. Yeah, I remember Joey remember Heatherton because Joey, yeah. Joey was in Laugh-In back in the day. Yeah, and she was yeah. also always on those Dean Martin celebrity roles yeah. and those Dean Martin specials and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So you had like this trio of hotties. It's almost like we would say they might have been somewhere along the line of, but not quite, like how we had our Lola Falana. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they had Raquel and they had Stella and they had, uh, you know, and uh, and Stella Stevens was also in some of the bigger, more popular Elvis Presley movies. Yeah, as she well. was. Absolutely. You know, yep. After Anne Margaret, she was the other Elvis female co-star. Yeah, real quick. Know who yeah, real quick. I didn't like the way uh, Sonny Hostin compared Raquel Welch to Kim Kardashian. I thought that was you know what? Son, no, you know what? I, I no, that was disrespectful. No, you know what that was? That was the after effects of the anesthesia from her plastic <laughs> surgery. So, girl, you go over there and sit down and fold the laundry. Fold the laundry if you know how You're to. Sunny, and That's now funny. no. Tommy B, yeah. not she. She is not a G. Okay, she is not. She is not a G. a G. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what? Also, we got to talk about. We got to. We got to give credit where credit is due. If anybody has ever watched Law and Order from back in the day, and I was telling a friend of mine, Richard oh, yeah. Belzer, who we lost today. Bells was originally a comedian. He was yeah. the only white comedian I ever saw on Showtime at the Apollo mm-hmm. that did not get booed. Yeah, Bells was funny. He was funny as hell. Yeah, he, yeah but it's like you, unless you knew, uh, yeah. you know, of Bell's back then before Law and Order, you never knew about that part of his career. Yeah. But it's interesting for a comedian to just really go so serious and go to the cop drama. And as much as Law and Order still comes on 99 times a day. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Um, you know he'll be missed. You know he did. I think that's what he's really more. I guess he's more well known for being on Law and Order than actually being a comedian. Yeah, but that's um, what that's what because he's uh, what is it, Detective Monks or something? Munch. I think it was Munch. Munch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so rest in power, man. We we lost a lot yeah. of people this week, last yeah. couple of weeks. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and um, and do our break, 
and um, and we'll come back. Um, we'll come back and do the tea. We've got a lot of good tea. So oh, I got a lot, a lot of good tea. Here we go. Let's take a break. We'll be mm. back. The Harold Michael Harvey Book Collection is a collection of books about civil rights in America, told through the eyes of people who envisioned it and fought for it in the days when hope unborn had died. And now is the time to step up your reading game with books that goes inside the issues. As the Negro National Anthem puts it, that with a steady beat has brought our weary feet to the place from which our fathers sighed. The Harold Michael Harvey Book Collection will prepare you for a meaningful discussion of black history with an eye towards a black future. The collection includes Justice in the Round, Freaknik Lawyer, The Duke of 18th and Vine, and My C.T. Vivian Story. Books are available at haroldmichaelharvey.com. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. What you got, Tanya B? Okay, you know what's interesting as we come off of well, a, what a week of you know hip hop is fifteen, the big you know, presentation of the Grammys and all that stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of debate that's still going on. This did not happen back in the day, by the way. But if it did, I know about it. Um, just debate about these these hip hop lyrics because before it was about you know I'm the flyest guy, I got the best jewelry, I got the flyest girl, and now you know it's about something that's so far left. But um, you know the debate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But a lot of these rap lyrics that the the feds are trying to use them in criminal prosecutions. And one one thing I, I get it, but one thing that I, I think people need to really be made aware of is that a lot of these hip hop artists do not write their own lyrics. And there are some who do, but many of them don't. They just want to do what's flying hot at the moment, you know, up to and including just, you know, let's get some lyrics where people think I'm a G or I'm a gangster. And you know, because that's the image they think that they should have. And that's far from the case, even with Snoop Dogg, you know, I mean, he was from the suburbs, like, you know, in CB4, how the guy was playing like he was a hard gangster, but he was a suburban a kid named Quentin or something or other. But anyway, but, but because they didn't write it, does that give them a pass, a pass for performing mm-hmm. it? Well, no, 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 I don't say that, but I just, just for me, this is just my opinion and nothing more. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I guess this is the price of, of you wanting to be a G, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like people a saying. A different kind of G, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to J a G, but, you know, try to say that, you know. We, that, we are you know. friends, G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, uh, no, so um, no. I, I think the jury is still out on that, no pun intended. Yeah. But um, on the 23rd, which is just four days from now, um, ABC and Hulu and On Demand, there's going to be a documentary they're dropping called The Rap Trap Hip Hop on Trial. Now they talk to attorneys. It's like they're talking to Young Thug's baby mom, one of his other baby mamas, because you know one of his baby mamas got killed at the bowling alley. But you also have perspective from people like uh, Fat Joe, Killer Mike, I guess. But after Killer Mike went to the other side, people really ain't checking for him right now. And then Ugh. you've also got exactly. He, he, I don't know who's Keisha Lance Bottoms. Come get your boy. Um, Bill and then Mar, got, come get your boy. But go ahead. <laughs> no, Samba, Samba. Well, Brian Kemp, come get your boy. But anyway, um, and then music executive Kevin Lyles, who's been embroiled in rap, you know, controversy and things with lyrics going back to his days at Def Jam. You know, and it's so funny because now they thought things like, you know, Brenda's got a baby and fight the power were like, you know, oh, my God, you know, there's going to be an uprising. It's far more like and they even showed some of the lyrics. So I would just say, you know, form your own opinion. But again, you know, a lot of this is smoke and mirrors. And I think the mirrors are being taken down. And now these kids are being exposed to what they are because there are more rappers in jail that are not going to get out. You know, there's something I saw on social media. I'm like, man, some of them have been in there like. You know, seventeen hundred, two, three, four, five thousand days, and they're probably not going to, you know, you know. Then you know, it just gets stitched. You know, what's the snitches? You snitches know, get stitches. Uh, or they usually probably get shot, but you know, or shanked. So you know, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that and just see what the perspective is about that because I think this will also have something to do with setting the president precedent as they move forward, not just with this YSL situation, but you know, there's somebody in Houston, there's somebody in New York, you know, there's you know, you have this situation out in California and even in Miami. Let me predict something. I predict uh, that all this, this, especially depending on how the YSL case goes. 
Yeah. Um, you know, hip hop's still selling. It's still, you know, at the top in terms of sales and 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 it still has major impact on on the culture in general. But if you remember, uh, well, I was here back in the day in Atlanta when um, the whole and, and you guys who listen to the show, if you're in the, you know, into uh, cases and law, uh, the Tokars case where. Oh, Fred Tokars, when they, you know, basically convicted him, they convicted a guy named Mason, all these, and he owned all these clubs and had impact and and his hands in the entertainment business. It had a significant impact on a lot of the club business, the scene. And what I'm asking basically is if, if, if Young Thug takes a hit, YSL, do you see that as like dominoes? Uh, having a domino effect. I think yeah, I think everybody's going to take a hit because that's that that is being held up as. And I'm not talking about lit- just like rap, but that. No, style. I'm just saying, but the litmus the litmus test of you know this I call it trap crap rap whatever, and you know it, and even it even makes like NWA look like Boy Scouts compared to you know. Yeah, because the, wh- the 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 trap and drill. It, that it, it's under the microscope right now. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? Yeah. People talk about drill. Drill actually comes from the UK. Drill yeah. is nothing. I mean, it's not. It's new over here. But and you, you know. Anyway. But it, it it all quite yeah. frankly, when you hear it, it mm-hmm. all has. Um, I mean, because I mean, we're, you know, we're a global society. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it's all copycat because because you you remember Chief Keith out of Chicago, the whole movement, that vibe. Yeah, I mean, that's and in my opinion, that's beat. drill. But, but yeah, but like you get him Kodak Black, all oh, those other those other I wanted to bring that up because I think it's you know, we'll see it's, it, it's going to have some yeah. impact. But they all been to Jaya too, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they return before, you know, yeah. their gold teeth fall out. But yeah, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. OK. What you got next? We're going to talk about one of your favorite people. Check Chase and Ben Crump. (laughs) (laughs) You better be nice to Ben. You better be nice to Ben. But go ahead. What's he going to do? (laughs) Come take my lunch? Uh, You know, there's... uh, (laughs) What's interesting is, you know, the St. Thomas University in Miami, and I'm thinking, oh, is this St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands? I don't know anything about this school. All I know is that they now have what is called the Benjamin L. Crump School... uh, I'm sorry, College of Law. And what's interesting about that is... Everything that I saw earlier in the headlines was Will Smith gives, you know, $10 million to Crump School of Law. And that is not true. And here is why. I know Wilson, whatever he can do to resurrect his career, but he shouldn't be taking credit because here are two other people. One, you probably wouldn't expect who gave money as part of that $10 million. One is the Bishop T.D. Jakes, which I can I can understand that. Mm. But the other person that stepped up and came through, George Dr. Funkenstein, not Clinton, Clinton. George Clinton pulled up. Okay. Was he funky? <laughs> when is he not? Even though he's retiring. You know. That's my boy. Yeah. Don't so it's sit, interesting. Don't sit next to him on a plane, though. <laughs> I I sat next to his daughter in junior high. And then I did have to sit next to him in a studio. And baby, let me tell you something. He believes Ooh, in the funk. G- he, he, is one of, he is a perpetuator of the funk. He all this the is way. Why, wait, this is why Excedrin <laughs> made the migraine headache pill, okay? Oh, so anywho, um, yeah. So it, it's interesting that that you know Will, Will couldn't go to the Grammy. Uh, you know, hip hop is fifty because of a schedule conflict because he's filming Bad Boys Four. But I guess it's being filled in Miami. I don't know if it's, I, I'm just guessing, and I say that because he showed up at the Crump School of Law and he was there for that photo op. And so I guess, yeah. Mm. But I think Bad Boys was filmed in Miami or some parts thereof. So, yeah, suppose, yeah, supposedly based. What you got next? Yeah, uh, on the prayer list, um, we talked about Raquel Welch, Stella Stevens, and and Bells. And there's also an actor, Tom Sizemore. I think he was in. Yes. I think we could save him. Yeah, he had an aneurysm, so I mean, he's really in the touch and ghost state right now, and he's just had a lot of trauma and just. Ooh, you talk about a movie already, just about him and all of his issues. But we wish him well. Let me tell and, you, uh, if you want to watch one of the best. Tom Sizemore, but one of the best heist movies. Watch Heat with uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, uh, Tom Sizemore. And he's in that movie. 
what um, but he, he always plays these like yes. kind of wackadoodle little characters and he's part mm-hmm. of the he's part of the heist team if you don't know yeah. who tom sizemore is but yeah go watch that movie um also we got to go down to lay people on the altar at the five thousand black baptist churches of atlanta um actress lisa ray just lost her mother and it's interesting um you know because she's so and i know you know losing a parent i you know i think we've all been through that i you know i have mm-hmm. but um when i think about how just bitter and mean her mother was to her when they were on iyanla who could not fix their lives uh her mother passed away um you know, I think we and we talked about True Goy the Dove, and that's just uh, age fifty four congestive heart failure. That's really really young. Yeah. Um, we you know Bruce Willis, who now has um, this, uh, he's got he's going to have full blown dementia. Yeah. So you know he's left the body work. Don't know how long he's going to be with us. I gotta I gotta say, uh, I, look, I'm mourning right now because Judge Mathis got canceled after how many years? Twenty yeah, some odd years. Yeah. But you know, Judge Mathis is going to find a way. No, to, no. To let, let me say this. Let me say this. Now, yeah. keep this in mind. He's got other things going. Yeah, but yeah. remember, Judge Judy saw the handwriting on the wall. Yeah. She got off the television and she went to Amazon Prime. Yeah. And don't be surprised if you see Greg show up there. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, be surprised. Know. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised. But, but I think the, the person that needs the most prayer is Jojo Haley. Good oh God, God. Good God. You sent me there the was, video. I said, oh, man. Wow. There was a video um, in 2011 of him passing out on stage. And, you know, there's been a history of, of different types of abuses and addictions just in that family with him and his brother. But he has had he's not that an old man no. um, by any stretch of the imagination, had his second stroke. And when Casey was performing, you know, here comes Jojo, you know, and you could you could tell he shouldn't have been out there. He yeah. just should not have been out there. He was not steady. He couldn't. He was trying to sing. And the more he tried to sing, they tried to take him off the stage. He was trying to go back but i just really feel that he um he needs to really focus on physical and speech therapy before he can even think about singing again yeah. you know and it's you know it's a, if you have a mild stroke you know it's a journey back i have a friend that had one and it's been 10 years of her recovering but he's had his second one and if you remember one of jodeci's last chances was last year when they went out on the uh the culture tour with yeah. uh new edition and charlie wilson i said if charlie wilson can't help you i don't know who can yeah so uh, you know what's amazing to me that a lot of these 90s groups are suffering so much with health but you look at a lot of these 70s groups and they still going strong you know what i mean with the exception of of the the members that may have passed yeah you know but but it's just amazing that you know the 90s um you look at the boys to men situation with one of the members, I forgot his name. Yeah, uh, Mike. But see, Mike, Mike has yeah. uh, scoliosis, scoliosis and he has M- he has MS too, and he didn't want to tell them that. Yeah. So, so uh, many situations. You know, but, yeah. And, yeah, and but then you got. Oh. That was I know group. that was yeah. that wasn't I know that was an accident waiting to happen, but it's it's really and then you look at Otis Williams, eighty plus years old, Smokey Robinson, eighty plus years old. Yes. Um, you know, uh Henry Fambro, the spinners still working, they're still making music, and these guys now they had a rough life. Yeah. But these, you know, but it's a shame, like these young guys, ecstasy from Houdini and yeah. just all these people that are dying. All the rappers, know, like I mean, I don't know if you mentioned, I don't know if we got a chance to mention De La Soul. Cause yeah, you, true boy. True, yeah. yeah, you uh, you definitely mentioned him on uh, the Birdwire. You, you played uh, mm-hmm. yeah. me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. yeah. So, so my point is, um, you know, a lot of these '80s, '90s guys, we're losing them. I mean, you know, we kind of. That's mean, true. That's our generation, man. I mean, but it's wait, like, you, uh, yeah. think about this. Now we had Curtis Blow on the show, and then he had yeah. to get a heart. He had a heart transplant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I saw Dr. Dre. Uh, when he was on stage at the Grammys, at the uh, Grammy um, tribute to hip hop, he kicked it off. And, well, he didn't kick it off, but he was on stage before they kicked it off. Oh, he and, looked and like he got kicked. But he's look. I mean, he's he's getting older, man. It's like you know, he's an elder statesman. Yeah. Dude is only like a couple of years, a year younger than I am. Yeah. I don't even know if is he sixty. I mean, Snoop nah. looks better than Dr. Dre. Yeah. Ice Cube looked better than Dr. Dre. Okay, yeah. but Dre got that money. But anyway. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that that, that, that that's long, true. Long now. money. No, no, wait. Well, look, if money is the best Vaseline, he's not using it properly. <laughs> what else you got? So I want to talk about Tyrese. You know, he, 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 I just say he needs to stay off social media and go get some serious therapy. And I don't mean going down to the church of John Gray and what's happening now because he couldn't turn, you know, the faucet on in my house. But, you know, Valentine, this has been a rough week for, for Tyrese because his mother passed away uh, mm. from COVID, Valentine's Day. Wow. And then his label 
dropped him from the roster on Valentine's Day. Is that such you know, a bad he, thing, though? Mm, considering he's yeah, still doing the Fast and Furious. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Um, but he's you know, in the movie mom, now, right? I, but yeah, but since his mom passed, since his mom passed away, he's been really struggling, and he needs to stay off social media. And now, you know, it's always somebody else's fault, not his, which met, which just leads me to think he needs to do some self reflection. Now he's been, you know, he was dogging out this most recent wife, you know, locking her and the kid out of the house and the whole nine yards. And I guess he's channeling his his pain through music, which is better than drugs and alcohol. I give him that. Yeah. But he's got this song out with Lenny Kravitz called "I Don't Think You Ever Loved Me," and it's about the ex wife. Mm. And, um, you know, here's the thing. I'm like, what is Black Tie going to do now? Because supposedly uh, Fast and Furious 10 is supposed to be the end of the franchise. Um, so I don't know what else he's going to do. But, you know, he was acting so cool back when they were doing the press jungles and the promotional tours. They didn't even use him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he better be careful because if they decide to do an 11, I think his character, you know, might be going on to glory. That's all I got to say. He's, su- he's such an incredible talent. I, I-, I was watching uh, HBO and Waist Deep came on, the movie where he was in with um, uh, Megan Good. As You know, he's done some really good movies. I like Four know? Brothers. Remember Four yeah, Brothers? Yeah, Four Brothers he was excellent That was in. good. You know, mm-hmm. he's done he's done such good work. He's got a great voice, but he just fucks it up. He's just, no, you know, ultimately, like, he says wait. some dumb shit. It, it, you always know that when he's on social media, something's going to be said that's going to piss a whole lot of people off. Just yeah. like he's a oh he's an old he's an OG Chris Brown, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay. But I'm saying Tyrese, you know, if you again do, you're doing too much, and I wonder, I'm just counting the days until the 25 year old figures out how to steal his money, and then she'll be gone. And speaking of that, well, let's talk about Don Lemon because I can't take much more of this. Mm. Um, you know, he's on the hot seat at CNN. His ratings are down. Um, they've been laying people off and, you know, moving him to the mornings. Uh, maybe he's just not a morning person, but he's been flipping out on people, yelling, uh, arguing, the real diva behavior and even the sexist comments. And let me just say this. I am not a Nikki Haley fan. But when a man says something sexist about a woman, period, then I know I take exception to that. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's it's almost like he's given them the rope to hang himself because they will kick him out the door. They have no qualms about that. You know, they forgave him for, you know, uh, for twerking during the, the New Year's countdown. Then the time before that, when he got drunk on the air, it's like, don't you realize, you know, he can't say they're firing me. He will get himself fired. So what he did was, I guess he called up Will Smith and say, yo, Will, can I come down to Miami for, you know, the weekend? I got to chill out and get my get my chi back on. Yeah. But the, uh, he's probably down on South Beach or somewhere. But you know what I heard? Down Key West. You know, they're on CNN. Um, CNN is introducing uh, the nine o'clock show. They're revamping it and they're going to call it uh, CNN Prime. And he's I guess each night is going to be a different theme. And he has a night uh, on CNN Prime. And, for now. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that's a way for them to gradually maybe ease him out of the mornings, you know, uh, the same yeah. way. Cause you look at Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace only does one night, uh, one day mm-hmm. a, a week. The other thing, and this is crazy, bear with me on this because it's out there that possibly CNN, because the morning ratings are so bad right now is failing that they are considering the GM three, <laughs> the GMA three duo as a possibility to replace everybody. You know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but um, I'm hearing just because it, right what's now. Her name? It, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, Amy, uh, Amy Roebuck and. Um, Tootsie Roll and TJ. Yes. But somebody. I don't know if it's somebody out there advocating for them, but. Uh, there is. But there are people saying, I would like, we, you know, the, you know, basically there's, there are people who are really pushing the fact that they could possibly replace. This current team is that bad. They're still, no, they're still damaged goods. There was talk about them going to News Nation with Chris Cuomo. Oh, no, there was no. talk about News Nation interviewing them, and they can't because they have, you know, they they have the, 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 N, the ND, no, the NDA. NDA. Yeah, well, again, yeah. you know, in six months, no one's going to care about them, and will they come back? Nobody's going to care. Yeah, you know, I got you. I got you. Got anything else? Tanya B? Let's let's go ahead and do one. Um, you know, just that you know, Chris apologized. I mean, Chris Don Lemon apologized, and I just say hashtag apology too late. I got you. I got you. Well, here we go. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Hey, you know what? And and you can help me out with the next thing, but but first I gotta give uh, a really uh, hands and kudos 
to The Woman King uh, debuted at number one on uh, on Netflix, just like it debuted number one at the box office. So hats off right. uh, yeah. to director Gina Prince Bywood and, and, yeah. and Viola Davis and, and her amazing cast. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I gotta really say kudos to the Harlem season two folks because they have done such a much better job with that character, Angie. I think they listened. You think they listened? You think they made an adjustment? But they they had to, because I mean, she's not as loud. She's not as much of a hoe. She got a job. But now Megan Good is a thought for the time being. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know. No, no, no. Honestly, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it, yeah. The way it ended, it, the way the, the last, because next, not this week, but next week are the last two episodes, the season finale. Yes. But but yeah, the way it ended, uh, as you know, as we tape this week. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know what's going to happen to Quinn, man. Quinn is just. Uh, I, Quinn's having a meltdown. Quinn yeah. is having, you know, and I, I think that's real, real time experience because I know, you know, being us being, you know, for the majority of the time in Georgia, yeah. that you know, with these, you know, these LGBTQ and trans children, that you know, again, like her mother has basically shunned her. her you know, her mother was not very kind. <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah. I know who was not aging well. I saw her at the gas. She station. looked hey, but you know she, what? Here's the deal: she looks a lot better in. Harlem than she's looked in some of the other stuff. I'll say that. It was a filter, but I know what I saw at the gas station, baby. <laughs> but let me tell you something. <laughs> no filter at, at, at the gas station on Ponce, okay? But the thing hey, is, you got, know... Did I tell you I saw Oprah without makeup? <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> well, no. Jasmine got hand... Look, Jasmine had on makeup. And I've seen Gladys Knight without makeup, so I'll leave it at that. Keep no, i seen Patty and Stephanie Miller on makeup. But anyway, you know, I no, I get it. But no, what I want to say is about that is, is that... Um, no, a lot of a lot of these children that go through what Quinn's going through, they end up having, you know, meltdowns, yeah, breakdowns, yeah. they become suicidal. So I think I, I applaud uh, you know, them for shining a light on that. It's not as real. I mean, it, it is real, but I wonder how much deeper they're gonna go on that. And then the other thing I also want to say about Harlem is that um, you know, I said Megan Good is a whole now. Yeah. I mean Tyler Tyler Lepley blew her back out so much. <laughs> her birth control device came out. Of the gold mine, y'all. Fell in the couch crack. Oh, they knew. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say one, one other thing, and I hope this isn't, this isn't like a spoiler. But Count Countess Vaughn, Mama, you know from uh, from the Parker. Parkers, is, is in this episode, and she is unrecognizable, man. She is. No, I think I know she's had some health issues, and I'm is thinking because her voice is much, much deeper. Yeah, it's, it's, I think steroids will do that. Clearly, she has some respiratory issues, like maybe asthma. But the other thing is, you know, the I love steroids. Countess Vaughn. I'm a huge fan because she no. sang. The girl could sing. You know, and if she had if she had gone on to be a singer, I think. Yeah. You know things would have been different, but you know she wanted to be an actress. And but the thing but about you know, it is, were the rumors true? She was kind of a tough person to work with. Well, I mean, she was a bratty kid when she was on two two seven. Come on, yeah, so true. One other thing, and because we got it, we got it, we got to move on. I got we got uh, ninety seconds okay, coming up. Um, also, Joao Lee is in, the, yeah. which you know she's she's still you could tell it's Joao Lee without a doubt. But, no, know, but she's aging time. better than. Wait, yeah. she's aging better than Jasmine Guy is. Yeah, so let's, true. Let's call a thing a thing. It was good to see Joa because she hadn't done it. It was, yet. yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long she time. She didn't need to. She got a brother named, uh, what's his name? Spike. Uh, you know, Spike ain't giving up no money. I'm sure he's taking Why care of his think? sister. You think Spike's giving up some money? Spike Lee, Malcolm Lee, I don't know, Peggy Lee, somebody, yeah. Yeah. Somebody taking Between care Spike of and Malcolm. Okay. No, but no, but I think um no, Joa is I, I do believe she's a, a very well respected acting coach. So if that's okay, you know, what her good her stuff. lane is, then you know, that's where she is. Very good. All right. She's a G. She's a G. Cool. Well, speaking of that, here we go. And now it's time for a G or not a G. It seems Tyler Perry can do no wrong lately, y'all. The director who's hated on for faulty wig use in movies continues to be one of our top celebrity philanthropists. Perry is laying down plans to pay property taxes for 300 low-income senior citizens to help them overcome looming displacement. His $2.5 million donation will take care of city, county, and school taxes in the Atlanta area. This is on top of $750,000 
$500,000 he's already given to cover back taxes. He's also pledged another $500,000 to cover increased taxes over the next 20 years for 100 low-income seniors. I think we can forgive Mr. Perry for a bad wig or two, don't you think? Great job, Tyler Perry. Apparently, white men can jump. Kudos to Mac McClug on single-handedly saving the boring-ass NBA slam dunk competition. The former G-Leaguer was recently signed by the Philadelphia 76ers. Another big G goes out to American Sign Language interpreter Justina Miles for her incredible job during the Rihanna halftime performance. Who knew there was a sign for Like blah, blah, blah. Or not a G. And now it's time for another episode of the Erase Your Race Crew. First crew member is Nikki Haley, the former UN ambassador and the South Carolina governor who has always conveniently avoided race and denied racism existed. She's now conveniently positioning herself as America's first, wait for it, Asian American female president. Good luck with that, Nikki. You also ran South Carolina. Goodbye. Another member of Team Erase Your Race is Tim. American is not a racist country, Scott. Not only is he one of the main reasons police reform won't pass in Congress, like Nikki Haley, he too is from South Carolina. Member number three of Team Erase Your Race is Idris Elba. Elba recently told Esquire magazine that he stopped referring to himself as a black actor once he realized it put him in a box. Here's a newsflash, Idris, that Mirror and every director and casting person in Hollywood already has you in that box. Just a thought, brother. And you know what? That Jedi mind trick ain't gonna work. Plus, they've seen you in the wire, man. Come on. And oh yeah, they saw you in Daddy's Little Girl, bro. Come on. And that's it for this week's A G or Not A G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't believe mm-hmm. Idris, man. And, and you know what? I watched Beast right after I read that, and it was not a good experience. So. No, is that is that like this his, his snooty um, yeah. uh, British attitude? It's like, well, you look know. in the mirror. You know, here's the thing, and, you know, I, I don't know if it's a generational thing, um, mm. you know, when it comes down. And, and I just say this, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but, you know, um, and I don't think it's a – you've got uh, – as people assimilate, okay, he's hmm. basically yeah. – you know, Nigerian, I don't know if he's first generation, second generation, but I think some of the folks come over here and assimilate. He came from the UK into America. So By he feels like of. he can, you know, say that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, ultimately, either the cops are going to put you in your place, something's going to happen to remind you that you're black. So it's like, come on. I mean, we, we need to get away from that. But I can, I can damn oh, do a wait. whole podcast on that. Right. Tell them to ask Isaiah Washington. Remember Isaiah Washington? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, dog. Mm -hmm. One one more thing, just a couple of things that we'll close out. Uh, Chloe Bailey, um, of course, came under fire. uh, And you mentioned Chris Brown uh, for actually including Chris in the song um, on her new album that's coming out. And and she had, check this out, Tanya B, 30,000 quoted tweets expressing their displeasure. Her fan base. Oh yeah. So, so her fans are not happy with her. Hey, doing the name that. the name of the song is "How Does It Feel." You yeah. should ask her how it feels now. Yeah, they light, <laughs> they lit her up on Twitter. Black oh Twitter yeah, was like killing it. Beyonce oh. is mad. Beyonce mad. Yeah, I can imagine. The other thing, real quick, uh, I gotta say thanks to Channel Channel Two has really done a great job uh, with their Black History uh, uh, that, Month. That's my new Um, and, and of course they're the oldest TV station in Atlanta. They have a lot of the footage, but you know, I'm, I'm sitting there watching channel two in the black history, uh, stories that they have. And they did a story on how Margaret Mitchell gave to Morehouse, you know, she wrote gone with the wind, but you know, this is is what freaked me out. The story was about Georgia's first black pediatrician, Dr. Otis Smith. That was my doctor. Really? Yes. So oh, don't you, was, I mean, he passed away. You're part of history. You're part of history, dude. You're part of history. Yeah, he's passed away. But I remember, you know, his office. I grew up, you know, West Atlanta, North Avenue, Baker Road, Westlake. His his office was, you know, over on Westlake. Shout out to my folks who know Westlake, North Avenue, Baker Road, all that. He was he was a great doctor, man. He was friendly. The only thing I didn't like was if you went like if you had a cough or cold, he go he's gonna give you a shot. I hated it because it's like <laughs> a shot or whatever. No, he was like he he come in with the lollipop, like give it to you, and behind, 
pow. Oh, <laughs> so hi, y'all. But but man, it was really good to see the uh, footage, uh, the video that included him, because uh, he he you know he touched so many lives. You know, uh, for yeah, Morehouse, yeah. he he was you know again he was a Morehouse man. Um, not to mention again, he was Georgia's first black pediatrician. So shout out to his family, wow. Dr. Yeah. O.S.W. Smith, man, phenomenal guy. Hey, let's um. You b- before that, you got any shout outs? Any last minute? Anything last minute? Before uh, no, we do just, benediction. Uh, uh, I just any, want to shout, shout out. No, no, no. Just shout out to everybody in um, National Harbor, Maryland. I don't know if I told you. Um, I'll be going there on the second week in March to be honored for something I've been doing for you for a very with you for a very long time, and that's just talking smack and spilling the tea. Wow. <laughs> well, go ahead then. Talking smack and spilling the tea. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always fun. We do this every week, man. And don't no, forget, but you know what? No, yeah. It started. No, it, it started. Let me say this, and in, in all seriousness, it started with you. Wow. Okay. Well, it started stuff. with you. So thank you for that. I hope I've made you proud. <laughs> it's been. It's fun. It's fun. Many more. Many more to come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's. Uh. You know, he's he he's at Mardi Gras, but he managed to give me, of course. His, um, his inspiration. So let's go ahead and do it. Here we go. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Have you ever said, I can't think of anything God has done for me. How can I praise him? Here are two reasons for praising God. His great love toward us and his faithfulness that endures forever. If he did nothing else for us, he would still be worthy of our high praises. Psalm chapter 112, verse two. Because God's faithful love toward us is strong, the Lord's faithfulness lasts forever. Praise the Lord. All it's saying is, the moment you wake up and breathe air, you should be thankful, because God is with you. That should be more than enough that he gave you another day. So amen, people, amen. Amen, Vi. But you know, you know, you know, Vi is at Mardi Gras, right? Yeah, what are those acoustic sounds? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The bar <laughs> on Bourbon Street where he is spinning as. Um, I'm not going to say. In, I think he's in Mobile. Joe Kane Day. So shout out to my yeah, folks, right. Smurfs, my, mm-hmm. my folks in Mobile. I was supposed to go, but I, you know, I got stuff to do here. You know. So, you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate you, Vi. Thank you, man. <laughs> we didn't we didn't mean to disparage you old you. sinner. <laughs> you yeah. heathen. Thank you so much, Vi. And, and y'all, by the way, do us a favor, because because we I have not really been a big YouTube pusher. I'm not really into YouTube, but I know there are people who may watch us. Go to YouTube and subscribe. Just go there, hit the hit the bell and just subscribe. Just follow. Just go to go to YouTube. This is the G Podcast. Uh, our link is also, if, if you're looking for where to get it on social media, our links um, on the on the castropolis.net page. But just go to YouTube and subscribe. That's all I ask. Okay, just go ahead and subscribe, hit the bell, and and follow us on YouTube. Because because I have not really been talking about that YouTube That's page, okay. and it's sitting there all lonely. You know what I'm saying? It's lonely. Well, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go this night. And Howard, if you want a recipe, Howard, you better go there. KW, we need you to step up and bring your friends, your cousin Peanut and them, and go subscribe. And, and please, please, won't okay. you? Hey, won't you come? Won't you come? <laughs> And maybe I'll even go up there. What if I go up there and do some? What if I go up there and do a couple of minutes of tea, Tommy B? Would would that help? That would help. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Do your thing. Hey, but tonight, uh, shout out to All Star Weekend has been really good. Uh, I mean, with the exception of it's in Utah, but uh, tonight, Mm -hmm. eight o'clock as we as we tape, you know, we tape on Sundays. Uh, team Gian- Team Giannis versus uh, Team LeBron, and I gotta really, you know, yeah, take my hats yeah. off to to the NBA. They've done they've done a really good job this year. It's, it's funny, man. The commentators, shout out to you know the TNT team. Um, they they've really done a great job. So kudos, kudos. All right, y'all. Tanya B again. Thank you so much. Uh, Vibe, man. Shout out to you. Come out the bathroom right. doing the benediction. Don't be doing the benediction in the bathroom stall. That ain't that I ain't sexy, I was bro. Say it. But, mm. <laughs> but with that being said, episode one sixty four is in the can, y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, peace, power hey. to the people. Hey. Stay vigilant, and we will talk to you next week. We'll see you. Hey. It's in the can, and so was Vice. Okay. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.